0: The Chet Calvin Podcast Network. Welcome to Sports
1: Court. A podcast where a Chicago sports broadcasting pioneer and a national legal expert get into the legal goings of sports. And now your hosts, Chet Calvin and Lester Munson. Welcome again to uh, SportsCourt Sports Court featuring. ESPN legal analyst Lester Munson, yours truly, uh, Chet Copic. Tiger Woods is on the docket today along with uh, Cretenden, the ball player from the uh, Washington Wizards, who remarkably, in my opinion, will serve no jail time whatsoever for the affair, to the uh, handgun involving uh, Gilbert Arenas. Plus, we're going to talk about uh, one of America's premier outlaw football programs, Michigan State. All well, brought to you by my great friends at American Taxi, run by John Cohen For you suburban riders, American Taxi is above and beyond par excellence. Next time, if you live in Islington Heights, Kenilworth, Winnetka, Highland Park, Glen Ellen, whatever the case may be, Barrington, you want to go to here, Midway, don't think limousine. Think about the comfort and the courtesy of American Taxi. All right, last to my friend, uh, right off the top, uh, let's talk about... Uh, uh tiger and his friend uh little tiger uh, i mentioned this earlier today <laughs> to my good friend uh jeff pinkus that i would love to be a fly on the wall uh watching tiger going through uh uh rehabilitation for his sexual addiction uh, problem down in the uh wonderful metropolis often referred to as the monte carlo of mississippi <laughs> Hattiesburg right. i'd love to be the fly on the wall who watches who watches the tight little circle of people all looking very edgy and all looking very, you know, uh, uh, baffled by the by this mess they're involved in. I'd kill to see Tiger stand up and say, "I'm Tiger Woods. I'm a sexual addict," and then hear the people around him go, "Hi, Tiger." <laughs>
0: <laughs> he uh, volunteered for this, and the place in Hattiesburg uh, called Gentle Path. There's a big sign on the building, Gentle Path. And when he arrived, he was treated differently from all the other inmates at Gentle Path. They are now very resentful of Tiger Woods and his presence there. And so I'm thinking there is some tension there in Gentle Path with Mr. Woods' presence. And then, of course, we have Elan, the estranged wife, who is scheduled to arrive uh, sometime soon for family week at Gentle Path. <laughs>
1: Why why is it when I hear the name Gentle Path, I think of a I think of a Cub Scout troop going on a going on a retreat to some place near the Wisconsin Dells.
0: <laughs> it, it could be the name of the den in the Cub Scout pack or the patrol in the Boy Scout troop. That is correct.
1: All right, would you be surprised in knowing uh, sports the way you know sports and also being uh, uh prominent in the uh the world of law. Uh a longtime attorney, now a sports legal expert. If I suggested to you Counselor Munson, I think this whole thing right now is a con. It's a ruse. Tiger is just doing this because of the eventuality of having to face a divorce. He will give him, he will give him a cachet. It will give him a few chips for his attorneys to throw in front of the bench.
0: If he does successfully complete his uh, four weeks at Gentle Path, he's going to have <laughs> expert witnesses lining up in droves who will testify that he is the victim of addiction. Uh, as bogus as it sounds to us, it might just work in the courthouse to kind of mitigate his situation. He, he, he is at rock bottom. He's got nowhere to go but up when the divorce is filed, if it's filed. And maybe some of these doctors and psychologists who are taking care of the people there, maybe they can somehow help him mitigate the damage in the divorce case. You know,
1: Lester, something that intrigues me about Tiger Woods is this. Uh, all the advertisers who leaped to drop Eldrick, uh, EA Sports retains Tiger Woods and his uh, uh, childlike golf game, his childlike golf video game. And you know what? I don't hear people roaring. I don't hear any, you know, mothers uh, against Tiger Woods screaming bloody murder.
0: I-, I wonder why that is. That is a very interesting point. And Nike has also stood by him. The Nike Golf Division did not exist before Philip Knight at Nike signed up Tiger Woods. Even before the 911 call on Thanksgiving that started all of this, even before Nike Golf was in real trouble, now it mm-hmm. has fallen off the cliff. And yet, Philip Knight and the uh, top management of Nike is standing by him as they have stood by other athletes uh, in trouble. It's part of what Nike does, and somehow they get away with it. And maybe EA is picking up on that same technique.
1: All right, my friend. Uh, let's change venues. Uh, tell me why you believe that Gilbert Arenas, Washington Wizards noted gun fanatic, will likely do six months in a jumpsuit.
0: The uh, the judge who has this case uh, is a guy named Morin. And he is a dream judge from the Gilbert Arenas point of view. He was a defense lawyer, Judge Morin. He tends to side with the defense in criminal cases. But in this case, because of the notoriety, because it's a gun in the District of Columbia where the gun laws are draconian, because of all the pressure, all the media coverage of this, even Judge Morin has to take a very hard look at six months in jail. The guidelines that apply to this case say that Arenas either goes for si- between six months incarceration and 24 months. And I don't really see how Arenas gets out from under that unless he can put together a huge package of positive material, contrition, acceptance of responsibility, character witnesses that whose names people recognize. Can he do that? We don't know.
1: Now, if I'm the Washington Wizards... If he does wind up with six months in the joint, can I declare that due to unavailability, he has now breached his contract?
0: That is a very good question, and I am sure they are looking at that. Uh, I don't know that it would work. This is different from the Michael Vick situation, because there the Falcons could release him without having to pay the rest of the contract. This is a guaranteed contract, and so they would end up in a grievance arbitration over terminating the contract. But the six months in jail, that could do it. The gun case is not going to work for terminating the contract. But going to jail for six months, being unavailable, maybe that would allow them to terminate the contract. Now,
1: uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you sit in front of an arbitrator talking about uh, a lump sum of money, it's like Russian roulette. If you're the Washington Wizards, either you're on the hook for about $85 bucks, or you're on the hook for nothing. There is no in-between.
0: That is exactly the case, and the arbitrator's decision is final. The arbitrator who would hear this case is a guy by the name of Calvin Sharp. He is one of those rare guys who has some gift for fairness and equity so that both the owners... And their their commissioner, David Stern, and the players and their union all think of this guy in very positive terms. They have nothing but respect for him in contrast to most arbitrators.
1: Uh, Lester, the Michigan State football program, as we both know, has a long and colorful history of uh, transgressions. It's probably, uh, well, it would have to qualify, in my opinion, as one one of the 15 dirtiest football programs in America over the years. And it, with all due respect, goes back to the days of the late uh, Duffy Doherty. There there has always been – I remember when Lee Corso told me in the 70s, 70s that he was going to turn in Denny Stoltz, the head coach of Michigan State, for recruiting violations until he finally called Denny and said, hey, Denny, I know you're cheating. You know you're cheating. You don't stop it. I'm, I'm going to call. So tell me about the new problems that now exist with the beloved green and white Spartans.
0: They've had a problem there for a couple of years. They are recruiting players out of some high schools in Detroit that produce more thugs than football players. And they have a running back by the name of Glenn Winston. He got involved in a brawl with the hockey team. This was a racially tinged brawl, black football players, white hockey players. And Winston went to jail for four months over that Uh, entire fiasco. When he got out, the very day that he got out, he returned to football practice. He played this past season as the number one running back. And then, before their bowl game, he decided that he and some of his pals would attack a very middle-class black fraternity. And they did so. They come crashing into the place. He gets arrested again and finally was thrown off the team. So, he, Glenn Winston... What, what,
1: what is this guy doing? Vying to become the uh, next uh, Imperial Wizard for the for the Ku Klux Klan?
0: I, I'm not sure what goes through his mind, but he's not a guy who belongs in any kind of uh, Division One football program. There's no question about it. He follows in the tradition at Michigan State that you mentioned, Chet, of Plaxico Burris, of Mark Ingram Sr. There's a whole history of these guys there, and you really wonder what they're doing.
1: All right, let me give you a hypothetical. As I watched... Uh, Lane Kiffin depart uh, Tennessee for USC. I was reminded of the fact that uh, number 1 college football players, all college athletes aren't paid. Number 2, there are athletes who were recruited and they were given the word without question of Lane Kiffin, I will be here for your entire four years or five if we happen to redshirt you here in uh, in Knoxville. If you were on the bench and you had a kid who's just wrapped up his freshman year at Tennessee, who went to court seeking judicial relief to transfer to Tennessee based on being misled by Lane Kiffin, wouldn't you be in something of a quagmire?
0: I don't have any doubt about it, and we've had these kind of situations before. Most of the players seem to decide to stay where they are. They meet the new coach, and they're reasonably well-impressed, and so they stay, but If you've signed with a particular coach, certainly the NCAA, and ultimately a judge, if it goes that far, ought to consider releasing the player from the letter of intent. There is a way to do it. Uh, The NCAA tends to fight that. I've never quite understood why they do that, just to be obstreperous, just to be obnoxious. I don't know. But if I were the judge, absolutely. He signed up for one thing. Circumstances have changed. Let them go to the next place.
1: Now, that leads me to the most obvious question in the world. Why hasn't this happened 300 times over the past 25 years?
0: It's the same reason that Division One athletes go along with not getting paid. They know they only have three or four years to play. They have delusions of getting into the professional ranks. Only one out of a thousand make it into those ranks. But instead of standing up for their rights, they go along with things for three or four years and see how well they can do.
1: Why is it the National Football League all of a sudden overreacts? Says it's not overreacting, but clearly overreacts by uh, suggesting it's going to uh, uh, enhance its study of potential heart problems with its football players in the wake of the tragic death Of Gaines Adams. If that isn't the essence, luster of NFL hypocrisy, I don't know what is.
0: It's the same thing that we heard in concussions. Once it gets into the media, then all of a sudden they care about the player. If they had medical records of concussions and of heart problems, they don't care. Players are expendable to the owners. We all know that. Their inventory, they come, they go. They don't care about them. But they don't want to be portrayed that way in the media, so now oh yes we 're going to study the the symptoms of the enlarged heart, and we 're going to do something for these players.
1: Hi, my friend. Uh, let me move into a uh, a much different ballpark. Uh, I want to talk about the legendary Scotty no tippin Pippin <laughs> and uh, Lester. I want to go back to a moment that uh, caused uh, Scotty a bit of uh, financial embarrassment <laughs> along with buying an airplane and led to the led to the eventuality and the fun of going bankrupt. Uh, Tell us about uh, Bernie Ronella and his famous story about the about the extended Richard Burton, Elizabeth Taylor-like romance with Scotty Pippen that uh, turned out, I understand, two lovely uh, twins.
0: I, uh, I worked out for a long time on a story <laughs> involving paternity cases among celebrity athletes, and naturally <laughs> Pippen became one of the stars uh, of that story. And as I was digging up material, I came across a... A paternity case here in Chicago, Circuit Court of Cook County. Look at this. Scotty Pippen is the name. I said, I think I'll t- take a look at this one. It was twins, and he had to settle with the mother of these twins. I call her lawyer, the immortal, the great, Bernie Ranella, one of the great lawyers uh, anywhere, particularly in, these, in this kind of case. Bernie, tell me about this case. And so we talk about it a little bit, and I said, Bernie, how long did the romance last? He says, I believe about 20 minutes. <laughs> the romance never made it out of the parking lot next to Chicago Stadium. So that cost Scotty $250,000 for each of the
1: twins. All right, if, if you were going to declare a, uh, a, a top five athletic paternity division, who would be your Who would be your heavyweight champion? And who would be your your four top contenders?
0: The heavyweight champion, of course, is Sean Kemp. <laughs> when I did this story in Sports Illustrated, we had seven children with six. Well, why why, why women.
1: is Tiger Woods in Hattiesburg? Why isn't Sean <laughs> Kemp in Hattiesburg?
0: Sean <laughs> Kemp should be in some psychiatric uh, rehab, but. After the story, we started to get calls from women who'd been left out of the Sean Kemp paragraphs in the story. So the the exact count remains unknown. Uh, We also have Pippin in there. Um, th- there's quite a number here, and and I, th- these are hard stories to do because all the records are impounded. It's juvenile court records, but uh, th- this is a a, a gold mine for those of us in sports journalism. There's no doubt about it. Uh,
1: Luster it reminds me of um, the fact that my mother, uh, God rest her soul, came out of uh, West Virginia. Well, we were down for uh, a family reunion. This goes back to about 1984, and my uh, my mother uh, ran into one of her uh, old high school friends. And uh we found out that he'd uh, had uh, seven marriages. <laughs> <laughs> seven? And, uh, and to answer the obvious question, yeah, he worked in a coal mine. <laughs> and, and as you know about people from West Virginia, you can always tell them, you just can't tell them a lot. Lester, <laughs> may I seven be shot marriages. dead. This man told us with a straight face he had thirty-two children.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: I said, you know what? He's the Caucasian Sean Kemp. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> right, right, right. There ought to be a Hall of Fame or a Hall of Shame for these guys somewhere. We could start that.
1: You know, it. Uh, well, chicks are so available, as you know. The glamour of professional sports. The the silly thing about it is all these bimbos think they're going to wind up rich. By 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 doing Scottie Pippen, when when you know what they're like football players they're just checkers on a checkerboard.
0: Yeah, it, it does amaze uh, I think all of us when we see people waiting uh, at the gate. Uh, it happens in all sports. It happens in hockey. I mean it, it's
1: it's oh, everywhere. Hockey.
0: It's just a phenomenon.
1: Chicks are in love with hockey yeah. players.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it, it really is a phenomenon. It's inexplicable. You don't know why they do it, but you know it's going to happen.
1: All right, here is Lester Munson. Legal expert ESPN, I'm Chad Kopic. Thank you for joining us right here on SportsCorp. Once again, brought to you by the marvelous people at American Taxi. Proud to have them on board, my good friend uh, John Coyne. The people in the suburbs, for the most comfortable ride available, no matter where you are going, always think about American Taxi. We'll be back in seven days with more Sports Court. Take care, everybody.